best coaches in the game, <laughs> we really ain't playing. We regroup up in the Slack chat where the coaches debrief. We be piecing these puzzles, occupy the chunk of the pie. Ain't no lie when we hit the block, helmets casket is top. You be seeing helmet after helmet, helmet after helmet. First place, second place, fifth place, eighth place, twelfth place, fifteen, sixteen, twenty. So many helmets, you got blur vision, we got too many. Dick the tech. Fucked up. Army, regroup. We pledge always to have that edge. We don't fire warning shots. Competition just dropped. We locked and loaded before lock. Whatever the time, yeah. Do you even correlate? Being the best requires a willingness to outwork your competition. There's always someone smarter, faster, sharper, more naturally gifted to come around. What up, what up, what up, everybody? It is DFS Up North, also known as Josh Thomas, and we are here with another Hitting Bombs PGA podcast. This brought to you by MajorsChallenge.com. We are talking about the 3M Open this week in my home state of Minnesota. Um, But before we get to that and the atrocious field that is there this week, like I'm, I'm actually embarrassed that this is in Minnesota and we have such like a crap lineup here um we are going to be chatting a little bit about majorschallenge.com uh and looking at our results from last week and what it looked like and and, and how our little lead our our listener league went um i'm gonna have last week's winner on here in a little bit the county it looks like he just lost his service here or something so i'm gonna make sure we get him back in here um but he absolutely crushed that contest last week and it was a lot of our guys here at dfs Army's first time playing um first time playing the uh the contest over there and seeing how it went right um so uh, we're gonna look at kind of how it went but first let's bring in uh my boy the county what's up my man we just lost you there for a second yeah my phone got too hot brother i was outside down here at the beach and it, and it went off on me you're in south carolina hopped in the car it's too hot yeah, it's too yeah hot there, the man. Beach, man. He's at the beach today, making lineups, getting ready for it. So, okay, the big key for you last week over on that uh, Majors Challenge lineup was that you didn't have, you only had two guys miss the cut, right? Yeah, yeah, I had two miss the cut, so I knew I had a good chance going in. So, especially the way the format of the the tournament was. Yeah, so like, and and for those of you that don't know, like, if you if you have a guy miss the cut, you end up getting the um the the lowest score of all the guys that make the cut for that man so like your two guys that missed the cut it was joaquin neiman and jt poston like they had plus 18 well if you had more than two guys miss the cut like you were in big time trouble last week how like what uh what was kind of your your thought process on taking i'm looking here at like dylan fratelli i wasn't really on him last week so where were what was your thought process there you know, I think he's a high upside guy. You know, I kind of kind of watch him. I've seen him shoot mm-hmm. low sixties uh, yep. before, um, and then I kind of watched the previous week. He finished pretty strong and was pretty steady. Um, right. And I knew in that that other that last tier that not a lot of people would be on him. And I kind of took the GPP approach to this to this format that high upside. Type I think, and play, I yeah, um, I think and that's, try to pivot some ownership at the same time. 
yeah, I think that's important, especially like when you go through those, like it's pretty easy, especially at like the front end tiers to be like, okay, I'm going to play like Ram and Cantlay and Web, whoever, you know what I mean up there. And then as you go back, like you can really start to sort of take some darts and and, and throw them on that. So I, I, I mean, I really like the format over there. I thought it was a lot of fun. Um, a lot of different, like, obviously you, you get that swag bag now, like you've had some decent GPP wins before, but no, nothing swag bag worthy yet. Right. No, no, man. I, I've been chasing that swag bag. I want a couple smaller GPPs, I guess. Uh, right. But I've been chasing that swag bag for a long time, man. I was just as excited over that over <laughs> over some money, to be honest. Right, yeah, you get one of these. You get one of these sharp looking hats. Like you're gonna be looking good. What? Uh, what? All right. So, last question. I'm gonna be ro- rocking it out in West Virginia for sure. Who is? Yeah. Who's your? Who's your sleeper this week? Who do you got? Who do you like? Uh, man. You know, I'll be honest. I'm on vacation. I haven't looked a whole lot, but I am going to start dive deep diving in there. I, I think Cantley's due. I, I, I think we're going to see him. I don't know if he's yeah. even in the field. I'll be honest with you. Yeah, you're on. You're, okay, so like, like, uh, hold on. You are. You're military, and now you're on vacation this week, right? So you you got to the beach, and you're just chilling, right? Yeah, yeah. I basically I said all those last before I came to the beach. I've been in, I'm in the military, so I'm gonna leave. We haven't been able to travel anywhere due to the COVID nineteen, of course. So yeah, I haven't looked much at it this week at all. Right. But I, I was as part of my checklist today after the beach right. a couple beers. Yeah, right. We got we got you. We'll we'll have all our cheat sheets and stuff later on. So again, congrats, my man. I appreciate you coming on and chatting real quick and uh good luck this week. All right. Hey, sir. Thank you, and thanks for all you guys do for us, man. I, I really learned a lot and I enjoy it and I, I look forward to watching this podcast and, and lining up some more lineups this week. Love, love it, man. We love to hear it, all right? Have fun at the beach. All right, sir. Cheers. My boy, the county there with that big win last week in the listener league. And again, like I, I, what I love about DFS Army is, is that, you know, we, we teach people how to play um, and then they, you know, can, can take it on to uh, their, uh, their own product uh, their own stuff like it's so awesome i love i love i love seeing that so um all right looking at that uh looking at last week's results here i want to take a little look see here and see right we had the county plus 64 right that's tough but again last week was crazy right there was tons of scoring uh my boy lunas from over at fansharesports.com he's the guy who runs their showdown model he sets up all their ownership stuff he had a great week if he would have avoided the the ricky fowler dustin johnson uh, chalk cuts right that was uh that really killed us dan danny boy chicken dinner he's the uh he's the um guy who runs majors challenge so he made a big climb you can see up six point up six spots on the last day um where did he go Oh, I mean, just getting six guys or your three guys through here was huge, right? The the Rory, Justin, Tiger, um, a lot of a lot of people on Norlander that definitely helped. Um, you know, DC Jason, chiropractor, right? Uh, my boy, he's he crushes these showdown formats. The other thing that I uh, is interesting, maybe if you guys haven't looked at it yet, was over on the side here we got the PGA leaderboard, and it actually tells you for like each group how many guys were, uh, how many people had each player, right? So you can see like you wanted, you know, Bryson had 16 guys missing the cut. Like that was huge, right? But nobody played Justin Rose. Nobody played Mark, uh, Patrick Reed, which is kind of interesting. And as you sort of look at that, if maybe you you start to build, uh, you know, lineups or, or uh, contests with your buddies, uh, maybe you start playing for a little bit of money, you can really start to see like, okay, where are guys going here? What does it look like? What is, you know, um, 
where's all all the ownership at like for me like right i had norlander and Merritt. they were my top two guys uh in group d uh and Merritt missed the cut but norlander finished really well but it didn't really help me a ton because you know half the guys had him right um so let's take a look quick here at the perfect team see if uh you know our boy oh the county would have been close right um but 58, 59, gosh, those are really good lineups, right? And in this perfect team, right, you end up, uh, it, it does just show how hard it is to get that perfect team, right? The perfect team was minus 34, and the best score in this contest was plus 58, which is really, really, really incredible. But, I mean, any, like, the county was sixth here. Um, you know, you win you win this, you get a hit, $25 gift card to uh, Amazon. That's a, that's a, it's better than a poke in the eye. It's a sharp stick, right? And if you, you do end up getting lucky and, and, and crushing that, uh, you're in good shape. So, uh, you know, I, I, I've been really pleased with this site. I'm, I'm excited to look at what it's going to, you know, what we're going to see tomorrow. Or, I mean, what, what we're going to uh, look at for tiers and how I'm going to make my lineups this week here. We'll do that here at the end of today's uh, podcast. But right now, it is time to get into the 3M Open. So the 3M Open is at TBC Twin Cities in Blaine, Minnesota. It's about, I don't know, three hours south of me. I am I am way up north of Minnesota, um, close to the Canadian border. Uh, grew up right right there, and uh, so it's it's a it's a familiar track. It is a, a private, you know, kind of resort style course. Not necessarily resort style, but it. it it's set up to score pretty easy, right? The Champions Tour played here for a long time. Um, and then in 2018, they the, the that was the end of the Champions Tour event here. And Tom Lehman and others really came through and really tried to set the course up for the pros. Uh, and they added some bunkering. They tightened up the fairways a little bit. But as you saw last year, the pros absolutely tore this place up. Uh, they made tons of birdies. Matthew Wolf got his first professional win here, minus 21. Uh, Bryson DeChambeau was minus 20. Colin Morikawa was minus 20. There's 50-some players that were in double digits under par, right? So these guys really ate this course up. And, and it's only a par 71, so for them to score that much with one less par 5 really tells you uh that what sort of what sort of course this is right so what we need to do at this course at least in my mind is that you need to put yourself in good position in the fairway to be able to attack these pins all right so you need to you know you need to have a pretty strong off the tee game you need to be great with your approach and you need to get hot semi-hot with the putter you don't have to be a great putter to win uh wolf didn't really putt well he made a bomb on on 18 on uh, to win last year but you what we see is like if you if you're not going to be great with your approach you really need to putt well um we are back on bent grass greens which we haven't seen in a little while uh we've been playing a lot of bermuda so that that might come into play a little this week we'll look at that in the rs um but it's uh it's a it's a really i think it's it's i don't like these birdie fests so for me i, I can't say that it's like a fun track or a fun event um and then you throw in the fact that there's not a, a great field here that's not fun for me to watch necessarily, but what it is fun is because I feel like at DFS Army, if you are a DFS Army subscriber, uh, a DFS Army VIP, we really crush these crap field events, all right, for lack of a better term. And that's because we do have uh, the research station. And obviously, this podcast is free. We're putting it out there for the masses. And you guys are lucky today because we are going to show you inside what our VIPs get in the research station every single week right they get access to all this information to help them build their lineups on top of our domination station optimizer right which is a really incredible tool to help you build 
ton, whether it's five lineups, 20 lineups, or 150 lineups, or 250 lineups, right? Um, whatever you want to do, that is like a, a, another just incredible tool that we have. So I'm going to go through, we're going to look at the RS. I'm going to talk about the field, right? We talked about how like stroke scan approach is going to be important this week. Birdies are better gained is going to be important this week. You, you're going to not want to make a lot of bogeys here either, but bogeys are out there, right? There is a water in play on, I believe 15 holes this week, not necessarily off the tee, but it's a lot of second shot water that um, again, if you are crushing it with your approach, shouldn't be an issue. Um, but if you get a little haywire here, uh, you know, you could be in trouble uh, coming in or, or trying to push it on some of these par fives where water is in play. If you're trying to get to the green in two, uh, we could see some issues, right? So maybe some aggressive, uh, we've seen aggressive guys pay off, right? Wolf went on, went after it on the, the, the par five last year on the 18 to make Eagle. Um, but again, that could have gone very poorly for him and he could have lost the golf tournament. So we do see that some of these, when we look at maybe the leaderboard from last year, you can see that some of these guys that are just sort of plotters that are going to find their way along and make birdies and not make a lot of mistakes do end up uh, really hitting value this week. So, uh, let's take a look at the, oh, that's, uh, I'm going to, we're going to take a look at the research station. Again, this is something that uh, is available to all of our DFS Army VIPs. If you are not a DFS Army VIP, you can use that code Josh for 20% off. Um, but essentially what it looks like is this big Google sheet. And I've actually made a copy of this. And the reason that we do that, um, I always suggest that you make a copy is now you can sort the columns, right? So if you're doing your research, uh, you know, at times it can be a little haywire to, you know, okay, where am I at here? What place? Like it's, it makes it a lot easier to just see where everybody is. So, so we always, I always suggest to our members, Hey, sort the columns. You can see everything. So we got salaries, right? Sample sizes. I think that's really important, especially when we maybe get guys from like Europe coming over. Um, so like, uh, I love EVR this week, but we don't have a huge sample size on him. Only 12 events and 32 rounds, right? as opposed to a guy like Lucas Glover, where we have 34 events and 98 rounds. Um, we got the win odds, any drift. What that means is, uh, you know, drift is, so a guy is coming from uh, how, what percentage they've increased or decreased in odds. So uh, like a guy like uh, Eric Van Royen, again, has drifted 10%. He's gone from an opening of 37 to one to win, now down to 34 to win. And this is an aggregate of about 10 different books. Um, you know, Sam Burns has seen a good drift but Patrick Rogers has drifted back 3%, right? Uh, Dylan Fratelli, decent riff here. Armor going back. Anybody going way back? Um, oh, yeah, here we go. So like a West Roach has gone way back 9%, right? And also what, what Drift can tell you is it, it looks at a little bit of like ownership uh, for DFS. If a guy's drifting positively, he's likely going to be a higher own. We have the adjusted win odds, uh, you know, for win, top 10, top, top 20, top 30, top 40. And this is basically just saying what the books say. Um, the chance of them finishing in a certain position is based on their odds. Our ownership projections, fantasy point projections, what value we find. We've got course history, recent form. This actually goes, if you want to go further than back up to the Genesis, you can do that. Our fantasy scoring stats, like our projected round scores for what we're projecting players to score per round um, for an actual score. And then their fantasy points per round. Because again, we want, there is some correlation between round score and fantasy points, but uh, they don't always necessarily correlate exactly right, right? So like Scott Stallings is projected round score of 69 here. Um, his projected FP is 40 something. And that's just because Stallings makes a lot of birdies, right? 
So we project him to, uh, you know, score a little bit better than what his actual score will be. Made cut percentage, recent long-term. Then we get into like the actual stats that maybe you guys have heard about, things like driving distance, driving accuracy, greens and reg. This birdie and better gain is what we're going to look at here in second. Double bogey or worse percentage, like avoiding those big numbers, right? Um, again, this is a ton of information. Like I could spend hours and hours and hours going through all this, um, but I, I want to give you guys just a little bit of an overview of what our DFS Army VIPs get every single week. It is a ton of information, but what we do as coaches here is we sort of break it down and say, hey, this is what you should look at this week, or this is what I'm looking at. Uh, the Or, you know what, if you want to go out and do your own thing and, and find something, like we've seen guys have tons of success. Like I honestly, like I, what another thing that I love about DFS Army is, is that I don't have all the answers. Like I feel like I'm a good DFS player. I feel like I'm a good coach. I'm a good teacher but I'm a better coach and teacher because of our members, right? Because of them asking questions, because of them going, okay, but why aren't you on this guy? Do you think this matters this week? Uh, and, and that sort of community has really helped uh, not only me be successful, but all our members be successful too. There's nothing better than, uh, you know, a, a guy winning big money and then seeing, you know, him shout out, you know, not only just the, uh, you know, the coaches and things like that, but our, our members too. And I think that community is really worth, uh, you know, worth paying for. Right. Um, it, I talked to like, we just talked to the County, right. He was saying like, Hey, I, I like in just chatting, he's like, I love this community so much. They're so supportive. I, it's so much fun to be in. Um, and so like, yeah, we get all these stats and we, we do all this cool stuff with technology, but uh, that community aspect, um, we don't, uh, we charge what 50 bucks a month for a VIP membership to all of our sports and access to that community personally, if I wasn't coaching and working here, I'd pay a hundred, 150, $200 a month just for that sort of community. It's, it's, it, it really is incredible. Um, as we continue on here, we got field rank splits. So what that means is like what percentage of the field they beat over their last eight events, their last 15, their last, um, their last 25, the last year. And then we break it down by like long course, right? So this is at 7,400 yards this week. This is a fairly long course, weak field. <laughs> we got a weak field this week. Um, how often they finish in the top 50%, the top 25, things like that. And then your standard strokes gain stats broken down by, you know, last 10, 25, 50. Um, and then putting, right. We do, we also add in what the surface is and we do this. Um, you know, this is the DraftKings research station. It does. There is some crossover, but DraftKings and FanDuel scoring is a little bit different. So we do have, um, the FanDuel research station here as well, uh, because you're going to see a little bit a slight difference in some of these Our showdown tools, right? We have the, the live strokes game leaderboard now that we looked at last week, but we also um, in here, everything, you know, by field ranks for showdown, whether they finish in the top 10%, 15%. So like a guy like, um, you know, like an Eric Van Royen finishes in the top 5% at 15% of the time. And for the same price, you could get Harris English, but his upside isn't quite there at 7.3%, right? Or like a Patrick Rogers, uh, He's going to score in that top 25, but he's never really going to have a really high end round, which for showdown, you really do need. Um, so we've got that uh, fantasy scoring. This is maybe my favorite tab that you guys going forward in this podcast will use the research station, but uh, won't have this stuff uploaded. So you guys who are seeing this week. Get an inside look at uh, one of my favorite tools that we have at DFS Army. Um, you know the the research state the 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 fantasy scoring tab looks at each hole by length, right? So there's short part. There's one short par three, three long par threes, two short par fours, six medium par fours, three three long par fours, and then three par fives. 
And then you can sort it by an aggregate of all of how they score on all of those, whether it's you want to look at their DK points, their FanDuel points, their actual strokes gained on those types of holes. You can sort by that. Um, you can sort by just medium par four. So like if we look right now at our projections for DK points per round, oop, that's at the bottom, um, A to Z, right? Right now, uh, for projected DK points per round, we have Brooks Kepka based on how he scores on these types of holes. This is the number one play this week. Um, uh, and it's it's always interesting when we get some of these cheaper guys in here. I really do like that because it, it identifies some high upside value. So like a Matt Neesmith, uh, I think it's a really high upside value play, right? Um, he really scores well on, on these long par fours and these long par fives. And we know that a ton of the scoring this week is going to be done on long par fives. The issue here is that he's only got 30 rounds or, or 30 holes, like played long par fives 30 times, as opposed to like a Brooks Kepka at 130 or a Paul Casey at 150. So while it appears that he scores well on those holes, our sample size is not that big. Um, but again, it's a, a great tool. And we talked about how there might be a difference between DK and FanDuel, right? So FanDuel doesn't necessarily reward Eagles as well as, as DK. Um, so Neesmith, while he projects as number two on DK, he's a 13 on FanDuel. So again, just another awesome tool that we offer people. You can look at individual rounds for strokes gained over their last 20. Um, you can see that field rank tracker per event all the way back. Our stat cruncher, which we'll maybe talk about in another uh, uh a podcast here at some point, but you can basically build your own model based on how you want to rank all of these stats. Um, and then tournament comparison, looking at maybe how this course uh, lines up to other bent grass courses or other, you know, par 71, things like that. You can go in and see and say like, okay, uh, you know, maybe you know, there's 12% more approach strokes from 175 to 200. I can look at that. So that is a quick, maybe too long overview of our research station, but uh, it is a great tool to use to help you. I really, when I came over here, it really revolutionized um, the way that I, I play DFS, that I research DFS, and I could not do what I do without this research station. Yeah, it, it really is incredible to have all of this information all in one spot. Um, and again, like, I, I don't like to sell, I don't like to, but... Like I would just pay 50 bucks for this a month for golf, right? I, I'd pay that. But when you, you're paying 50 months for golf, MLB, our NASCAR content, which is like this on steroids uh, uh, that crushes every single week. Our MLB is back, NBA, NHL. Like you get all sports to the price of one. And that's something that I think in this industry is very rare, right? Um, so we talk about like that golf community. We have all this stuff like, we have those little pockets everywhere, uh, which is uh, uh, something that I think is is really, really incredible. All right, back to the uh, 3M Open. So it's a really interesting field this week in that we have a, a group of studs here at the top, right? So we got DJ at 11.5, Brooks at 11.2, Finau at 10.9, Fleetwood at 10.5, Casey at 10.1. After that... In my opinion, there isn't a huge difference in, you know, like there's a, there's not a huge difference in like a Bubba Watson's win potential and a um, a Chris Kirk, right? Uh, maybe not Chris Kirk's a bad example, but uh, Luke List or Eric Van Royen for however much less. Um, 
you know, for a thousand dollars less. And then, you know, as we get into like that 8K range, right? There's not a big difference between Troy Merritt's win potential and Sam Burns's, right? Um, and that makes for some really interesting builds this week on DraftKings and FanDuel. There is, uh, there is not a, uh, our, like I said, it's just not a big difference in the skill or upside of golfers. And then you throw in the fact that you know on DraftKings we have you know pricing from eleven five to six and a half or six thousand. One third of the field is priced between sixty three hundred and six thousand. That's insane. Right. So there's so many cheap options this week. And yeah, I mean, some of these, you know, Chase Kepka is not good. Arjun Atwal is not really good. Ben Taylor's not good. Ricky Barnes hasn't been good in years, but those guys have chances like in this sort of field, they, they got a decent chance to make the cut. And because of that, I think that a lot of these cheap guys are viable this week. And there's not, like I said, a huge difference between the uh, a 6,500 cam Cam Davis and a 7,500 uh, Alex Noren or or Charlie Hoffman or Richie Warinsky. There's there's just not that big of a difference between those two players. So what I find myself doing in builds this week is I'm I'm really trying to hammer in two or three top guys, and it's really easy to do on FanDuel, especially when when you have this guy here at Brandon Grace at dead min price. Um, it's really easy to get two, three studs and then dive down and dumpster dive uh, and play a couple of scrubs. I, I really think that that is uh, the the best strategy this week when it comes to uh, picking lineups, right? So, like I said, um, all of these guys are in play. Uh, Finau was twenty. Looking at some of the top guys, right? Finau was twenty third here. Finau was, or sixty fifth uh, or twenty fifth. Kepka struggled here last year, 65th. Matthew Wolf was first. Glover was seventh. Henley and English, who are going to be very like, I like I like Harris English. I like Russell Henley, but like these guys are. There's not that big of a difference between a $9,200 Russell Henry Henley and a uh, $7,500 Troy Merritt. Uh, so you're going to get a ton of value by dropping off of some of these really um, highly owned guys in this 9k range like english 21 henley 19 glover 23 the one guy that i really do like up here that i will be playing a ton of is eric van royen right um van royen 22nd last week with a really strong performance uh he rates out pretty well 46 in fantasy points per round 10th in score He's, he's risky. Uh, there is some upside there, though, uh, as he does, you know, do pretty well on birdies or better as gain, fantasy points gained, field ranked on these long courses. Small sample of three, but 92%. This is what I'm talking about, right? Um, off the tee, 0.4, gains a ton of strokes. Approach, 0.65, gains a ton of strokes. Uh, pretty good around the green. The issue, as always, with old uh, EVR is that he's going to struggle with the putter. You're just hoping that you get a hot putter for the week. He's a minute played at the University of Minnesota. Should be familiar with this course, having headed up there and played. Um, sort of a homecoming for him, and I'm going to be banking on him. Uh, really, uh, really having a strong week with his irons. Uh, at the top, I guess you know my favorite. I don't like. I am obviously DJ just won two two events ago, but he was terrible last week. 80, 80 um, rates out. Okay. I think that I'd just rather play like a Brooks, uh, a Finau, Fleetwood, Casey, any of those guys are, are much more in play for me than uh, 
a, a, a Dustin Johnson. For me this week, I think, like I said, I, I do like Wolf coming back here. He's just been playing really, really well. Glover's consistent. I can play him in cash. I just don't know that his upside is that good. Yes, he was seventh here last week, but we look at his recent form, even in like, you know, Rocket Mortgage Classic 21st. If he finishes 21st here at 9,400, he doesn't hit value. At 7,500, yeah, he crushes, but just not I, like I'm going to play him in cash, but I'm just going to be looking for maybe higher upside guys uh, in this range. Guys like maybe like a Luke List, right? Luke List, 10th last week, 121st, 120th the week before, 21st at the Rocket Mortgage, 98th the week before. Like guys that just have that sort of high upside finish because that's what I think you're going to need here. Um, Harmon's seventh year last year, but he's been playing terrible. I think Ryan Moore might be, I don't know, uh, interesting, I guess, but I'm really going to, you know, I'm going to hammer this top range of these guys. And then I'm going to kind of come down and not play anybody for a while. Uh, one guy, I really like C Wu here. Um, I think that he's got a ton of upside rates out pretty well. Not very accurate off the tee, but that shouldn't be too big of an issue. Uh, I think Sepp Straka is way overpriced, even in this field. Will Gordon is a name. Um, he's just been playing really, really well uh, outside of a, maybe a miscut at the Rocket Mortgage. And, you know, this course does set up a little bit like the Rocket Mortgage. So uh, Will's going to be a guy that I'm not necessarily on, but priced right up that same price as him at, at Carlos Ortiz is a guy that I do think has some upside that rates out really well that I'm going to be really high on this week. Um, as we kind of keep going down here, Troy Mara, I, I like. Scott Stallings, I like. Um Christopher Ventura, I really like. Um, he's long off the tee. He's somewhat accurate. Accurate. He's recently seen an uptick in his greens and regulation. Um, uh, typically does a nice job avoiding bogeys. Um, not very consistent off the tee or anywhere, but this is what I'm talking about right here. The guy just crushes it with the butter. He's a former OK State guy. I really like him this week. Tom Lewis is another guy that I really like in that same sort of price range. Uh, doesn't rate out particularly well, um, but was 12th at the Rocket Mortgage Classic, right? And I think that this sort of sets up similarly. Uh, Lewis has been kind of up and down off the KFT. He's coming over from Europe, been really good. But uh, you just get, I know he missed the cut last week, but I am absolutely going back to Burned this week. Uh, he is a... Uh, strong, strong, strong European player played on tough conditions last week. Don't let that, I don't know that he's necessarily a birdie machine, but at 7,200, you're going to get a top 30 player in the world. You do it every time. Love him here. Um, Patty Perez has just been playing really consistent golf. I'm, I'm interested, uh, as we go down here, Schwab's another strong European player. Uh, McCarthy's done well here in the past and, and rates out. Well, he also just like puts the lights out, man. Like, just puts the lights out. The rest of his game is pretty trashy, um, but worth a GPP shot. I think Chase Seifert's a cash play here. Um, definitely somebody that I'm interested in after that fourth place last uh, two weeks ago at the workday rates out well. Uh, Zhang, really strong iron play. Somebody that comes uh, pops in my model. Keith Mitchell. All right, want to talk a little bit about Keith Mitchell here. Uh, Killa Keith, my boy, has... Uh, sneakily shot played really well at the Memorial last week and finished 22nd. Like I was honestly going through last week's results and the name, I like didn't even occur to me that he was even in the field, like let alone he made the cut and finished 22nd. Um, and he was really strong off the tee and with his irons and putted pretty well. So if, if Keith is putting well, I'm definitely interested, right? Um, he's got that upside, 
uh, to finish strongly. No one's going to be on him, right? So definitely a guy that, that I'm intrigued by. Uh, Neesmith, right? We talked about him. His form has been trash. 113th, 129th, 109th, um, 33, 49, 71, 38, 6, right? So we know that he has played well in the past, but he's just the guy that he's going to crush with his irons every single week. If we scroll over here, right, you can see, uh, uh, you know, one of the stronger approach players, but, you know, minus 83, minus 0.83 putting. If he gets a good week putting, which maybe he will, he is a better bent grass putter, right? Um, then he's in play. Uh, if he doesn't, he's probably going to miss the cut. But again, that's the sort of, you know, the stands that you got to make. I like Bryce Garnett is a really good odds value. Um, 23rd here last year, Barracuda Bryce, uh, you know, of these guys down here has some of the best top 40 odds. Uh, as we go down, Stewie Stink, I think is interesting. He's a cheap play down here. Sung Yul No has had some decent golf lately. Bronson Burgoon was well here last year and seems to be coming around. I like him at 6,600. My boy Sahith, um, 0 for 2 on cut so far, but at some point it's going to come around. This course should benefit his strong off the tee game. As we go down, Sean Stefani is a name that always pops. He, he always rates out really well. Um, all right. I don't know if there's anybody else that I'd be willing. Tommy Ganey, I don't, prostitution is not legal in Minnesota. So he's probably not going to do very well. Um, like I said, none of these guys are really in play for me. Marty Trainer, 6K. Guess what? His caddy's in the field this week. That's going to be an interesting thing to see if his caddy is caddy Monday qualified. So now he doesn't have a caddy. He's not very good to begin with. And is his caddy going to beat him? I am super intrigued to see. Um, so again, now just to show maybe the power of the uh, research station, let's look at birdies or better gain long-term and see uh, kind of who pops, right? We'll scroll this over. Uh so we've got guys like Will Gordon, Tony Finau, Seamus Power, Peter Uline recently, you know, very good. Oh, Chesson Hadley. I didn't even talk about Chesson. Really like Chesson here. Really strong play. Um, a strong player with his irons. Uh, looks really good. Not a great long course or necessarily weak field player, but um, he's terrible around the greens. But these greens are so big. They're 6,500 square feet. He's going to have not that hard. We're not expecting wind. Um, so I really think he's got a good chance at, at hitting a lot of greens. And if he does that, he's going to be in great shape at 6,900. I love the value play there. Um, birdies are better gain. Vincent, wait, uh, we don't have much data on him. That's a name that pops though. Uh, Stefani, like we talked about EVRs right in there. Rogers, Zhang, all those guys definitely in play. Uh, weak field scores. Let's start there, right? Uh, Schwab, uh, we only got one, one event on him, but you know, obviously you got your studs like Brooks, Casey, Wolf, Johnson, but then, Hey, there's killer Keith. There's Danny McCarthy. There's Johnny Vegas, Vaughn Taylor, Lucas Glover, Dylan Fratelli, Charles Howell, who I really like this week. Um, long course. We can sort by that, right? Ooh, there's my boy EVR. Interesting. I mean, we have pretty good sample size on these guys and, and Schenk and Hoffman beat 74 and 71% of the field respectively in long, long course events. Uh, I think Shank is definitely, I think I, I never get Charlie Hoffman, right? But I'm, I'm definitely interested in Shank this week. He's so strong off the tee. Um, putts okay. Like that's where right here is what I'm concerned about with Hoffman is that 0.94 putter, like bent grass minus 0.3. He's never consistent with it. So he could be in trouble there. Zhang, good long course player. Definitely. Right. Um, so again, this is just another tool that you can use to help you 
build your lineups. Uh, and you are, this is free. You are getting the inside look at everything behind the scenes here at DFS Army, what our VIPs get every single week, right? Uh, and it's, I, I, I've spent the last 15, 20 minutes talking about it. We could spend hours and hours diving through here. And that's, that's what I do every week when I'm, when I'm crafting my cheat sheets, right. Um, and, and telling you who I think is a great GPP, uh, high end play, a good punt play, things like that. So, uh, again, if you're not a member, what are you waiting for? 20% off uh, VIP membership to DFS army. Now back to our main sponsor here, majors challenge, right? Uh, we talked to County. He won last week. We got a brand new contest up this week. Let's go look at the tiers and see what we've got for uh, tiers this week. Because in this weak field, it is going to be interesting. <laughs> the, I can't wait to look. I've already looked a little bit, and, and it's not great. But tiers uh, three and four are going to be not great. Um, all right. Let's enter my team. We got seven teams already in. So we got group A, group B, group C, group D. Those of you who haven't played here before, reminder, a little bit of how it works, right? So you pick three golfers from group A, three golfers from group B, four from C, and two from D. You have an alternate for each. So if somebody withdraws or gets the COVID or whatever, your alternate just pops into their space. You get two guys, you're SOL, right? Um, but uh, nice that it does that for you. Uh, and it is all based on scoring. So uh, whoever has the lowest score for their group at the end of the week is the winner. It is literally that easy, right? So uh, we've got in our group A, uh, Rafa, Casey, Connors is not in the field. Please don't play him. Finau, Fleetwood, Homa, DJ, Kepka, Kokrak, Lewis, right? I forget how high he is ranked in, in world golf. And this, these are by world golf ranking, right? So it's, you know, the top uh, 10% are in group A, top 20, the next 20 are in group B uh, or group two, the next 30 are in group uh, three. And then the, the bottom 40% of official world golf rankings are in that back end, right? Um, so for me this week, gosh, I love Van Royen, but I really, I think you just play the studs here, right? Like if you want to get tricky, um, I, like I said, I don't love DJ. If you want to get tricky, right, you could play Casey. I think he's pretty consistent. Uh, Fleetwood's back from, you know, he hasn't played, uh, but apparently just shot 64 at Wingfoot. So take that for what it will. I, I just think he's such an elite ball striker that it doesn't matter. Um, feet now coming off that, you know, brutal Sunday uh, bounce back again. I think this is an event that he can win. Um, and then I feel like Brooks's game, it's, 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 it's hard. He's dealing with a knee injury. So maybe Brooks is a little more risky. So if you wanted to, you know, really just go chalky, right? You'd go Casey here and throw whoever in as your, your guy as the, you know, you could play Brooks. But uh, again, reminder in this, in this range uh, that Kokrak is out WD, Todd is out WD and Connors is out with a WD. So uh, those guys all came in late Monday. This gets set up early Monday. Um, so we don't necessarily, uh, yeah. Uh, Casey, Fina, Fleetwood, that seems pretty safe to me. And now if I'm going to go, and you know what? That's the hard part. I felt like I was really safe with Webb Simpson here last week. What happened? Got crushed, right? Uh, as we go over into this next range, we've got some cheaper guys. Uh, Mackenzie Hughes is out of the field. Don't play him. Um, we talked about Killer Keith, right? I really like him. I really like Carlos Ortiz. Um, Nick Taylor's out of the field. Ooh, Doc Redman. Gosh, I don't want to really play Doc, but I, I might be forced to here. Uh, doo -doo -doo -doo. 
I think I'm going to, oh, I'm just going to go with Gulp. I'm going to go with the safety of Glover. Throw Higgsy as, as my other guy, right? Group C. Now it gets interesting because we are getting into some really low-ranked golfers. Love Sam Burns, right? Seventh year last year. Big fan of Burns. Will Gordon, you could play, I think. Bryce Garnett, you could play. Um, I saw Neesmith up there. You're going to probably want to play Norlander in this range, right? Talked about Shank. Talked, I really like Seifert. Um uh, I think he's a great play this week as Ventura. Yep, I'm going to play Christopher Ventura in this one, right? And there's other guys like you could play here, right? You know, I don't mind, you know, a P-Raj. I don't mind Shank. I don't mind Stallings. Uh, Tringali's probably in play. Warinsky. There's a lot of guys you can play here, but uh, that those four sound pretty solid to me. I'll put Armour in uh, as my alternate. And then in this last ring, we got, you know, the bottom of the barrel. You're going to have to find a player here. Is Duff in the field this week? I thought he might have pulled out. Um, let me see. Search by DraftKings. Oopsies. I'm going to pull up my RS. I don't even know that Duffner's in the field this week. Um, oh, yep, he is. Uh, yeah, I, shoot, I don't. like. That seems like maybe the easiest play in, in Tier 4 here is, is Jason Duffner. Um you know, he's been playing better lately. He's a strong iron player. He makes a lot of sense to me there. Uh, as we kind of go down the list, Ben Martin. So Ben Martin's been crushing it on the KFT. He rates out terrible for us, but he's had back-to-back top tens on the KFT mixed in with a missed cut. I think that he's a high upside guy this week. Uh, Grayson Murray's got the COVID. Don't play him. I really like Seamus Power. I like Sean Stefani. You know, my boy Sahith. I don't mind. Johnson Wagner with his awful mustache might be in play. Is there anybody at the top here that's, oof, again, tough range, but I'm going to go with Angus Flanagan's like an amateur coming out of the University of Minnesota. I probably wouldn't play him. Um, I'm going to go high upside here. I'm going to play Benny Martin. Um, and that's going to be my lineup this week, right? I really like that. Uh, you know, I got some high upside guys like Martin and Burns and um, Ventura, who I'm in love with this week. That's kind of going to be where I'm going to go. Let me put my lineup in. We had about 38 teams in there last week. I'd love to get some more, right? We're giving away a free Sports Bet Army subscription if you are uh, the winner uh, for the Majors Challenge. I'm working on some other prizes. I got some cool ideas, so hopefully we get something soon. But again, Big shout out to Majors Challenge for sponsoring this pod. If you are not familiar with them, please check it out. Majorschallenge.com slash DFS Army. That'll get you into our listener league. Um, and you can, you know, again, build build contests and play with your friends. Play with your 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 uh, father-in-law. That's, you know, what I do, right? I got a, con- a set thing set up where I can play with my father-in-law and some buddies uh, that we know it's so easy to set up. Like you saw, you just click pictures or names and, and put them up there. Uh, and, you know, at the end of the week, it's, it's super easy easy to see who the winner is if you want to play for a dollar a point or whatever it's very easy to collect the commissioner tab makes that super easy um somebody doesn't pay it makes it very easy to kick them out of the group right um so it's just been a a great thing to to be a part of but last week was a lot of fun and i'm looking forward to another big listener league this week so that's what i got for the 3m open for content this week what we'll have out is i've already got my initial pools up for our cheat sheet so you know i'll have a cheat sheet for the four-day contest on DraftKings and fan duel um i've got a, a a tears cheat sheet we'll have showdown and weekend uh taco will have his sheet up later today we'll have the domination station up i'll have another video tomorrow just for our vips 
that breaks down some more strategy stuff um, and some uh, uh, some ideas that I have as, as we kind of get closer to the end of the week, we get a little bit better idea of ownership. We'll have this majors challenge contest, right? Um, I'm, I'm going to have a couple of videos up this week by Friday looking at where like how to set your own league up how to do all that stuff on majors challenge um and then you know we'll we'll uh, we're just in the slack chat and our coaching channels talking it up right we got baseball starting this week this is a great time to jump on board with dfs army uh we got big things coming up so uh, i'm looking forward to uh seeing some more green screens come monday uh, again oh also you win the majors challenge contest you get to come on and talk with me like county did right from the beach in south carolina i wish i was there right so have a great week guys big shout out to majors challenge check us out dfs or www.majorschallenge.com slash DFS Army. Get involved in that listener league up north for 20% off VIP membership to DFS Army. And uh, we'll see you guys next week.